Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming back. And uh, we are, of course, No Means No Thing, No Means Nothing podcast. And uh, this is our second extra special episode. Uh, Hopefully we will have surprised some of you in the feeds uh, on the off week. Uh, And this week uh, we have an extra special three guests, three headed monster. um, And uh, the rest of my other two co-hosts will introduce themselves and then we'll let you know. So this is Jordan, Michelle, and uh, joining us all the way from other parts of the city that I am in <laughs> are um, Byron, Adam, and Hans Invasives. Oh, Woo! Hello. 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 Thank you very much for having us. This is yeah. awesome. Oh, man. Wonderful Thank you here. for joining us. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nice to see people's faces. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nice, nice to see, nice to see you, Matthew, and and nice to put a face to Jordan and Michelle there. Yeah. Ah, You've so seen I, me before. You boys have seen me before. Well, you look, you look, you look frothing you look in the front familiar, row. And now that I'm seeing your face and hearing your voice, I'm going. I do know you. Yes, yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. The memories come me, flooding back. Oh man, yeah. last time you saw me was that that fucked up show in Tacoma at that teacup place. Oh my oh, God. Wow. I had, yeah, yeah, I had just moved to Washington and Brad and Carl took me there and I got inebriated. <laughs> well, yeah, that doesn't like you. But no, I, I really, I was, I got so sick the next day. It was bad. Oh, man. It was such a fun night out. Oh my God. You remember that teacup place? Yeah. Was there, was there, now, there was there multiple shows in different rooms going on that night? Uh, not that I know. No, I no, no, up? no, no. There was just like four bands in a small space. That's all. Yeah, it was okay because yeah. I remember the front room. Something was going on, but it wasn't at that show where Zabrina Z- Z- Bastard. Do you guys remember the opener? Not she just really. stuck that with me, bass I guess. player. The bass player girl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know her? Well, I talked to her that night. I don't know her. No. I was a little worried about her. Yeah, really. she, no, 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 no. She, oh my God, she, she, she was, me. she was, she was unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most fu- one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen, and I was like worried that she was like gonna kill herself on the stage in front of everybody. It was bad. That's I, yeah, that's the, that's the vibe she was putting off. Yeah, oh. no joke. Yeah, no, no joke. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, that, um, now that you guys have sniffed bums, that's uh, fantastic. So um, we're going to hopefully do a little bit more um, organi- organized reminiscences uh, tonight. Um, you guys, uh, I, I know that Adam and Byron, you both have listened to our podcast before. Hans, I'm not sure whether you have or not. I have. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of know the shtick a little bit. Uh, I don't know whether we're going to do... Uh, what we're drinking because that'll probably take us halfway halfway into the thing. Um, I don't know if you guys want to do that or not. Oh yeah, we gotta do that. Okay. I picked sure. something yeah. so I could give a shout out. Well, then we gotta fucking do it. Yeah. What do you What do you got, Byron? You're up. <laughs> well, I'm I, I'm. This is for my uh, cranky bastard of a friend, Matthew Giesbrick. I'm drinking a Steamworks Pilsner. And <laughs> hey, Matt, if you're listening to this out there. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love you, buddy. That's funny. This is not a plug for Steamworks, but I also have a Steamworks. Oh, oh, look at that. Uh, the hazy IPA. Now, Matthew, I don't. I know you don't like IPAs. Or it was one of you, Jordan or Matthew? <laughs> no, that was uh, that was Michelle. <laughs> no, no offense. Oh, it's, it's Michelle. Also it's okay. Also yep. No offense, but I got a hazy IPA None here. None Thank it. you. Some of them are she- good. The ones that taste yeah. like um, the ones that taste like grapefruit juice are really good. It's go. okay. She's just sitting there silently judging you. It's not a problem. <laughs> well, cheers. So am I, am I next on the drink list? Here? You're next. Sure. You're up. So I have a fridge full of Steamworks lager, but I thought that's too boring. So I opened it. That one's chewy. Wild IPA from Four Winds. It's delicious. Now, being in the Pacific Northwest, you get certainly worn out on IPAs, but this is still one that I really enjoy. And nice. look, at, look at the color! Look at the color of that! Wow! Oh, look at that. Look at that. What is that? A fifty-five gallon drum? <laughs> <laughs> Got a little that's little awesome. forearm workout there. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, Michelle. What Matthew, you got? Yeah, oh. Michelle. 
Oh, yay, mother's oh. milk. Of course. Hey, just the why classic. not? Pour it why in not? your lucky charms. And and Matthew, what about you? Oh, there's that sound. Well, I, I brought this oh. one special and cooled it down, even though my fridge is broken. I put it in a bucket of ice. Um, I've been living in fear of this one. We'll see how it is. Um, the Ooh. 241 Minzeweizen from Faculty Brewing Company. It is, um, it's got mint in it. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Ooh, that could be good. <laughs> and I'm the only non-beer guy. I've got my uh, my my foofy brandy substitute, uh, the Amarniac here. I'm going to kill this bottle by the time we're done with the podcast, probably. So, oh, uh, nice, nice. Which I've never heard of until I heard the podcast. Learning it's delicious things. shit. It's delicious shit, I got to say. Chug, chug, chug. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there you go. Not sure about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. too late. Too yep. late. Got to drink it. Yep. Oh, yep. does yep. he? No. He can go. Of course he does. That's all good. Those are the okay. rules. I don't make. I don't make the rules. Usually, wheat beer has got coriander in it, so I figured mint might not be that much of a stretch, but it's a little, little stretchier than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. going to be having some bourbon this evening, but I did this thing where last night a couple friends stopped by, and it was summer solstice, and so sun went down. And then I spent like two hours outside and I came inside to make dinner and it was like 1.30 in the morning after cocktails <laughs> outside. I was like, what have I done? I got to go to bed. <laughs> I got I to gotta go to work tomorrow. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So how should we be begin this thing? I shouldn't assume that everybody knows who invasives are, although everyone should know who invasives are. Right. Um, a, uh, I don't know if you guys want us to do a, a quick little bullshit rundown on, uh, on who you are and why you're here or uh, whether you guys want to do it yourselves. No, I mean, well, yeah, let's hear what you got to say. Okay, <laughs> it's not really—it's really not much. Just that I saw "Married to Music," which is uh, a band with a different, uh, shittier name that used to play in Vancouver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the Correct. former name of uh, of Invasives, <laughs> and uh, I—well, they think that too. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, a bad yeah. name. Yeah, it was—it was bad on purpose. It's okay. Excellent. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad on purpose. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the occasional time when you go and see a band uh, and they surpass the band that you went to see—that's the opener—and mm. you haven't heard of them before, and uh, they kind of blow the the band out of the water. So uh, that happened with the Octopus Project when I went to see Man or Astro Man, and it actually happened. Maybe I wasn't in the mood in nineteen uh, two thousand four, I believe, at Richards on Richards, where you guys were opening for No Means No, and I'm like, mm. who who the fuck are these guys? And uh, yeah, you tight, uh, tight, you did it proud. Tight. It was amazing, and I've been a fan ever since. Hey, That's right nice. on. So um, originally from Hope, British Columbia, is that correct for all of you? I'm not sure if the, for Hans, Hans as well. Nope. nope. Uh, uh, Byron and I were born in Hope, but then moved in 1986 to South Surrey. And that's okay. where, and then Hans, you were born in Winnipeg, right? Winnipeg, yeah, and moved to mm. uh, same community, South Surrey, in uh, mm. 90, 1990. All right, so they're those guys, guys. crawling all over each other to do something fun in South Surrey, and the uh, Mary to Music was born. Yeah, pretty and, much, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, six six albums deep now, six and a half. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of uh, one of the Vancouver area's um, most um, venerable and productive and consistent bands, I would say. Um, in in my opinion, you have evolved a lot since the beginning. We're very, very reminiscent to me of Helmet, which is probably why I liked you to begin with. Yes. Um, nice. But to definitely have found your own voice uh, and uh, Byron learned to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was, it worked sometimes. I was going to just say that Teapot show, I remember being so disappointed in myself because we went down to do this tour of the U.S. And by the second show, my voice sounded like somebody letting air out of a balloon by squeezing it really hard. Oh no! Just like totally blown out, which isn't too uncommon for me to run into. Yeah, but yeah, awesome. Yeah, so learned how to sing someday. Invasives um, kind of uh, became. I don't know, fairly uh, associated with No Means No in some way, and uh, you guys um, supported them on a bunch of tours through um, the states in Europe, I believe. Um, none in the states. Oh, none in the states. Okay. Yeah. So, states. so, so very close uh, to supporting the Hanson brothers in the states, mm. and it was a, it was a bit of a, a shit show. I can't remember what year that was. If Hans would probably remember, he's good at this. Uh, Two thousand ten. 
something like that. Maybe, yeah, a little before, maybe, yeah. Yeah, but there was some floods in, like, uh, North Dakota or, like, something like that. And then we had a handful of dates that we were going to go down, and we, we threw the towel in in the end. So we didn't get to the States with them. Okay. So um, you're so you're how, a bit of Canada. Yeah, how did you yeah, end up getting on bills with them? Uh, to begin with. And, uh, you know, 2004, I'm, I'm sort of guessing at that show, for, uh, Riches on Richards, your first album came out in, in 2003, I believe. Um, yeah. But that's around about the time when you, so you started in 2003, 2002, something like that? Yeah, well, we can say. I mean, so, unless Hans wants to throw in something. Yeah, well, the band was established in South Surrey in 2001. And put out our first record in 2003 as married to music and um uh did two albums as married to music mm-hmm. and then with the help of no means no uh urged us to change the name and really? uh yeah, yeah they, did. Like they helped story. us with that we yeah, that yeah. is kind of i guess but they had sort yeah. of said they we had done some tours with them as married to music um and they were kind of like, we'd love to do some more things with you guys, but we do we all want to, you want to think about maybe changing the name. And others had, had, had approached us before about. I can't believe they said that. No, no, no. Well, it was they, in, they, they, in they, they, all. Well, the it was a good. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's a terrible yeah, yeah. band name. <laughs> and there had been others that urged us to do the same. And it was always like a thing people would bring up before anything. It would be like, yeah. so what's with the name? And we kind of got <laughs> sort of sick of talking about it. And uh, we were fighting it for a while. I was like, no, this is a thing. It's just sort of like, no, we're this. This is us. This is okay. And then when No Me's No kind of came in and was like, you really maybe should think about changing it. Then we were kind of like, oh, fuck, we should do you it. Right there, probably wild. <laughs> not a, well, we, not we, were, we were sticking to guns, man. It was like we had this name that we chose because it was the most uncool, unrock and roll name you could possibly right, have. Right. And we were like, no, this is like, this is what we mean. We want to disassemble the entire uh, you know, rock show. It and so like a lounge band name, really. Well, that was the problem. Exactly. That's exactly what they said. I think the line was at some point, if you guys, look, we want to take you to Europe, you got to change your name now. People are going to think you're a cabaret ass. <laughs> Nobody's going to go see a punk rock show at the punk rock squat if there's a squat just down the street with a band called, you know, Skullhead or something. They're going to go, I'm going to go see the punk rock band, not whatever that is. And so we were like, okay, okay, fair. There. I kind of liked it because it was NMN and MTM, right? So, <laughs> hey, I never thought about that. Yeah. That would yeah. been a cool shirt. <laughs> so, how did you um, first get on bills with uh, with No Means No? It's removal. Well, removal. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure, so removal. Re- removal took us on our very first tour in 2003, summer of 2003. First time we actually left town and had a string of shows and uh, made fast friends with them. They're amazing people. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, I think since 97 or so, they had been touring with No Means No, 97, mm-hmm. 98, something yeah. like that. So they were like really close with those guys. And uh, by 2004, I think that uh, it's probably Ernie Hawkins, that um, the drummer from Removal, who maybe mentioned that uh, they should take a listen and maybe have us play with them. So we did... I think it was like five or six shows in the interior of British Columbia with Hanson Brothers. Hmm. Was that right? Guys? That was the first entry. Yeah. Well, Ernie was playing with the Hansons and he oh, was. Right, right. Yeah, oh, that's right. right. Ernie, that's Ernie what was it was. And he said, hey, yeah, yeah, we yeah. should do some things together. Let me ask John and Tom and Rob what they think. And mm-hmm. they said, yeah, sure. Bring them out. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where it all started. Essentially. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's a yeah, good uh, pedigree to begin with, like uh, starting out with Removal, who kind of already played with No Means No and everything like that. But, yeah, right. Um, I'm sure touring m- might have been a little different. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure they gave you a boost, but do you think that uh, you might have been received a little differently had you not been um, on those sorts of bills? Like, um, how are you received by the fans? By their fans or by fans? I mean, it was legit. It well, was, it was they were probably fans of No Means No first. Yeah, yeah. You would think. Well, I, some I, nights. No offense. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for course. Oh, we, we, no, oh, we, yeah, <laughs> what a, I mean, what a fun job to get to warm up the No Means No crowd. It was like so awesome of an opportunity to play in front of so many wonderful fans of music. It was a, yeah. a challenge every night. And, 
most of the time it worked out by we would get you know halfway through the set or tour and it was great everyone was rocking with us most of the time it yeah it worked yeah for sure but we were, it was yeah. we were yeah. like asking asking us that question is it's kind of funny for us to answer because we're we were like overzealous kids um, <laughs> in, our in, our, in our 20s that like by the end of the night we didn't expect anybody to remember us it's like once, yeah. like you know, the, the hands would do their not? set. Uh, I've and seen you we play. Would, How could you not like remember but, what the but, fuck just you just saw here? But we would Shit. be an audience. <laughs> we would be an audience member after our set for the Hanson Brothers. Right, so we were, right. We were, we were, we were finishing the show as an audience member. Yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. we never we never thought like oh my god we're gonna come back to Kimberly BC and somebody's gonna remember us. We never <laughs> crossed our mind. Yeah. Uh, what about Ljubljana, Slovenia? <laughs> Or so. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Oh, that was that. What some of the, the one of the some of the best shows we've played in Europe wow. after being there with No Means No. This wonderful city and incredible people, and we were showed such. Uh, people were way too nice. We're just three <laughs> dinks from you know the Fraser Valley, <laughs> and the, the the how kind they were to us was uh, very humbling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And probably just because they're like, let's do our no means no friends a favor and make sure these guys have a chance. <laughs> right. sure no, right. It's not true. <laughs> so nice. So what's your what like to to dig a little bit farther back? Like, what was your? Because I don't know this the answer to this question at all. What was your um, kind of origin story with no means no prior to you know going along as a as a supporting act? When did you guys encounter them? Like how how early on? What was your first exposure to them? I, I'd love to hear hear that story. Yeah, I I I think that uh, mine's actually it's very funny because I uh, I'm older than these two guys, and right when Nirvana broke and sort of I mean we were living in South Surrey and so we're like you know not exposed to any kind of you know there was no bands playing we I was like 14 years old. Nirvana comes out, wow, people then recognize, oh, there's like this whole other thing, but all of us are kind of just these, it was not something that we were thinking about or thought about until we really came to meet them. But a friend of mine gave me a cassette tape. He's like, hey, if you like that Nirvana band, you should listen to this. And he gave me like Dead Kennedy's Frankenchrist. And then on a blank tape, on one side was why they call me Mr. Happy. And on the other side was gross misconduct but he never told me that there was any connection between these two bands <laughs> and so i and it was a strange experience like they didn't sound like anything because i was listening to other stuff like rollins band or helmet and like learning about what rock was and it was like black flag sure you know but these this band it just and i thought those were the only two albums by this band i never tried to find anything I never was searching anything out. Uh, I'd spending most of the time, you know, going around vandalizing the neighborhood with a handy cam and uh, <laughs> using, you know, songs like I came across Lard. So I was like, great, I'm going to put this music on top of us uh, jumping into dumpsters and doing being crazy teenagers. But then it wasn't until we met Removal and uh Ernie was like, oh, you know, yeah, we tour with No Means No. And I'm like, oh, wow, they had that band with that great album. And he's like, they have lots of albums. I was like, they do? Okay. Wow. And, and, then, and then after that, he's like, he's like, and yeah, so I was playing drums with the Hanson Brothers. And I'm like, you know those guys too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's wow. like really coming from a place of the three of us just uh, not really – understanding how the world works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's well, great. they're younger um, guys, I guess, maybe. That's got oh, something totally, to do with totally. it. Oh, totally, totally. And, like, being being Brian's brother, when he got that cassette tape, I'm, like, a few years his junior, so I'm, like, 12 years old. And I hear that tape with Hanson Brothers, and I had no reference for pop punk. I had no reference for No Means No, super over my head. But the one song, Slowly Melting, is a song mm. that's super red, like just the vibe, the whole feeling of that song, like stuck in my bones. Where it's uh, like that's the ol only song from that tape that was like. So that's like my first introduction. No, means no is that song, which mm. is hilarious to think. It's like like that far along. We are young guys, but we're old now. But we we were young guys then. 
<laughs> Whippersnappers. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. I was I was 10 years old in 91, so uh, missed pretty much anything that was cool in the 80s. And then No Means No flew way under my radar. Our circle of friends didn't really <clears throat> listen to No Means No. And, and yeah, it was just one of those things. And then being on the road with removal and them sort of saying like, like what Byron said, wow. what if you not heard it? No means no. And it was like, Oh my God, the whole freaking world like exploded, yeah. just exploded my brain to have like, Holy cow, just opened up everything. And basically, you know, that was 20 years ago. So it's like, yeah. it's been 20 years solid of listening to them. It, yeah. It was like mind blowing. It's like, how did yeah. I, how did I like, you guys have your stories of riding your bike it, like listening to no means no when you're young in your teenage years i'm not like oh my god i didn't have any of that it was like in my early 20s when it blew my mind and was like help me progress as a musician you know just was like oh my oh, god okay sure. there's all these songs it's like holy shit all this stuff exists we have to be like so much you know you have to like really try to be in a really good band it's really hard yeah. when there's all these <laughs> you know what i mean like, like damn yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we suck. <laughs> but it's like I see, I see Michelle has uh, the Victims Family shirt. That was another one of those bands that removal was like, we were just on tour with those guys. Uh, Check them out. But it was funny because Bill was like, you gave me your record at that show when I met you. I went home, I put it on. My wife came downstairs and she goes, is this Victims Family? <laughs> and he's like, immediately got on the phone with me and was like, hey, so uh, you want to do a show? And so we went and did a show with them. And then oh, after that show, he called us the next day and he's like, you guys want to do a tour? And we're like, we got to buy a van. Like, we don't have a van. Like, we, we, we haven't <laughs> oh, even thought about this That's stuff incredible. yet. And literally from that point, it was on the road with them. And then with like Hanson Brothers, Circle the Wagons. And we're, you know, on SNFU's label and doing shows with them. And it was just like, go. And we just yeah. did the best we could to wow. enjoy it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So let me let me ask this. I gotta ask this at some point in this discussion. So I'll just ask it now. At any point where you're like, "Holy fuck! I don't want to play drums in front of that fucking guy." I, oh my god! I, <laughs> I mean, were you ever like so self-conscious where it's like, "I I know nothing. I suck. Don't look at me. Don't listen to me. You guys. Oh, like I mean, come no, on. no, because no? no, because they're so wonderful. Like they're awesome. John is so awesome, oh, and he no, was I always. Mean, yeah was so supportive of us like really like um like talked to the about like the set after the show with us about our wow. set which is really cool and like um such an approachable guy and like and oh, yeah he, you would you, you're right though i would play drums and then go and watch him like side beside the drum kit and be <laughs> oh like this is fucking awesome it's like the best and doing that you know 25 shows in a row it's just like oh my amazing so you oh, always felt good doing it always because it was just such an an oh honor and God. an experience right so yeah that's great and, i wouldn't clink a fork on a plate next to that guy i'd be scared <laughs> shitless <man. laughs> yeah. no, I, I, well, I really like hey, that I got, story well, yeah we got to um yeah, you were inspired sorry. by him rather than discouraged that's uh right. and, oh, that's yeah. Yeah. completely Completely. In a way, in a way too, because it's like it's like they are this like if you think of like a magnificent painter, we got really good at painting a square. So it's like <laughs> we got really good at that. So when uh, we were doing it, we were confident at painting that square. So it's like it, we were okay and comfortable doing that. You're in just front doing of the, your thing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. I, and then I, no I means no. It's like throwing up cubism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then but then you know that them like removal very much so like here's the context the shows. This is how you do this. It's like, hey, you're gonna need to get uh, pickups in your guitar that are single coil humbuckers because you're picking up every train station in Europe, every single show yes. we play. It sounds terrible. And like showing, Spinal I remember tip. John, oh, to <laughs> totally. Or like uh, John showing Hans like, no, nah, it's like, this is how you'll get a better stage sound from tuning your drum this way or. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, just, just all, always awesome. encouraging to God the point of where like, you know, we're just following them around pre GPS yeah. in Europe, going very far east and getting lost out there with them. And we were just having the time of our lives. And looking back at some photos recently, uh, that I know Jason's going to be, in, we'll see if he includes some of them in his book. Because I can see how 
they were like, we don't know where we are. And these guys are just having the time of their lives, which they kept that <laughs> facade very, very well uh, put together for us where we felt <laughs> like this. No I was like, this is normal, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah. having become a fan of you guys and uh, subsequently become friends, especially because we you know, live in the same place. Um, as I, my interest in going out to shows kind of withered and um, I kept going to invasive shows and it was largely because um, you guys sort of, people who like invasives, it's a different sort of fans. I it's feel comfortable there and people aren't jerks ever <laughs> or very rarely. Um, so I kind of wonder as he's telling your stories about uh, touring with no means no and everything like that, whether they, um, you guys are clearly nice, intelligent guys like to have fun and everything like that, but you're also very serious about, like playing better and uh, you know taking the show seriously and everything like that. So I wonder whether touring with those guys, if they're kind of um, much talked about work ethic as a working band, whether that uh, influenced you uh, early on. Yeah, it did. And when we like with Byron and Hans, like mentioning like you know things with the drums, things with the guitar pickups, stuff like that. Like in, in recalling that now, the the only person who would really do that is John, right? Hmm. Who would who would actually talk about those types of things? Huh. Who would point it? Who would kind of if if the, if, if Byron and Hans agree with me? But I think if he was really the guy who would go like, "Hey guys, like like this is something that I've noticed. Like being the bass player in Invasives, I I never talked about bass guitar with Rob once. Mm. He never talked about it. He didn't. He doesn't talk about it. He doesn't care to. Um, but John would notice details like that. Do you remember that Byron or Hans? John would really yeah, be sure. kind I mean, of like, tuned. Like, Rob would just be like, I don't know, is it loud? Great. Then just play yeah. as loud as you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go golfing. Yeah. I'm going to get a coffee. <laughs> yeah. And John, John, would be, he, John would notice the details. And wow. It was, uh, he was helpful, John, big time for us to point out, like, hey, guys, like, try this. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's funny now because, like, having this conversation, it's like we are fans, but then, like, becoming friends with those guys over the last 20 years, it seems like it's a weird place. It's like we're talking about somebody who, like, just to be like, I, when they listen to this, if they do, but it's like, it's a funny thing to sort of be like having this conversation about people who musically I can have this conversation. But then there's like this other piece of it where it's like, hey man, how you doing on the phone oh, yeah, or yeah, whatever? Yeah. And, right. and the personal side is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I actually have had to compartmentalize that because I'm a massive fan, but the last thing I want to be doing is like, so like, <laughs> did you do that one thing on purpose? Like, yeah, it's really nice. It's nice to see you and all. But this one question has been bothering me in my geekdom. And uh, yeah, so just that, that piece is really funny to me is having a moment with that now. Wow. <laughs> well, after we're done this podcast, we will be vivisecting you, so... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the, the invasive casting. <laughs> um, and you guys were in a removal. Like, how, were you? I I love that removal video. It's it's yeah. you two, yeah. the brothers, right? Byron and Adam. Oh my god! Yeah. Have you seen this fucking video? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I think we're going to have to link that one. Oh, yeah. please do. It's fucking hilarious. It's Byron have, and, and Adam with wings on. Oh, I know. They're head banging. <laughs> taking a yeah. bath. Putting their deodorant on. Oh, God. It's <laughs> oh, it's there's hilarious. The, there's that one shot of my armpit that is very Oh, yeah, and it looks like an ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah. yeah, but your neck, oh my god. And then you got in the car and we're driving in the car with your neck. <laughs> that was dangerous. I yeah, know. That was no trick photography there. Oh, that was god, real. So oh that's fun. great. Yeah. I, I so forgot funny. about that video. Oh my god. I have to go I watch it. That video. Yeah, link that up. It's hilarious. So we um, have asked our listeners to submit. Uh, we kind of gone over the origin story and a little bit about if you wanted to say more about this. And that's that's great, too. But uh, origin story, what no means no means to you. But this is kind of where I figure you guys will probably have a lot to talk about uh, as long as we don't um, do too many spoilers for the wonderful book that's coming up. But uh, no means no stories that uh, mean a lot to you or that you remember real in, in a crystalline sort of way. 
that'd be great to hear about that sort of stuff. That'll get nobody in trouble. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, hmm. I don't mean to put you on the spot either, but I, 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 I'm just trying to think. There's a, the the one thing I always I think about touring with the Hanson brothers, and uh, I mean I, the John won't pull the van over if you have to pee. <laughs> what? 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 He just makes and, you pee in a bottle or some shit? No, I would have happily peed in a bottle. I, yeah. I, sometimes you don't have a bottle. Also, you're around a bunch of you folks that may... I, I might not... No, I didn't wet my pants. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I almost <laughs> did, though. I a almost did. Dangle at the window. The point, like, like, just stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Watching just like gas station after gas station go by. and Are we going to stop at one of these? Sometime soon? I'm Holy hoping. Holy shit. He's like, oh, no, I don't have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, then um, you pee yeah. on him, so now you yeah, do. Maybe that would be the move to do for future reference. <laughs> <laughs> was it different torn with the Hanson Brothers than it was with No Means No? Was there a different vibe, or were they more, like, jacked when they were the Hanson Brothers and a little more subdued when they were No Means No guys? That's a good question. Uh, I never really thought yeah, about Rob that. loves doing the Hanson Brothers because he doesn't, he's like, I don't have to sing. I can just right. and rip it up every night and it's not, like, because yeah. no means no is arduous. Rob, Rob like, is, yeah, Rob's more full of joy on the Hanson Brothers tours for sure. Hmm. Oh, so, so is John. John's having a freaking party. He's yeah. a fucking party man. Too. Yeah, yeah that, that's pure sure. distraught, John. I think. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, right. I don't got to play drums. It's perfect. I just can dr- drink and sing and have a fucking party. <laughs> right, right. right. going to be sweating so bad. Well, you, know, you know what's crazy? Like, sweat. A leather jacket and the, the fucking hockey mask. Oh, my God. And I've gone into you know, the dressing room after those Hanson Brothers shows. Let me tell you. Oh, so, yeah. There's, oh, a, there's oh. a wonderful story from that. Uh, I, from, I love from, them to death, but wow. Yeah. You know the Col- the Hanson Brothers It's a Living live album recorded yeah. in Cold Coldale outside of Lethbridge. We were on the bill that night as Married to Music. It was one of the early shows that we played mm. with them. Uh, B.A. Johnson was also on the show that night and Mr. Plow. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks, one, Matthew. And uh, we returned there when I was playing drums for the Hanson Brothers. And Chicks Diggit was on the bill as well. And it was Chicks Diggit. This, this bar out in the middle of nowhere called Good Old Boys. And it was so funny because all we did is we always did. And I watched those guys come in and they load up all their sweaty gear. And it was the end of literally like 20 shows in Canada. Oh, and no. the guys ripe. in Chicks Diggit always so bad. They wouldn't come into the, the green room. And on stage, they're like, yeah, so it's been nice hanging out with all of you tonight and having drinks before the show. We can't go into the green room because it just smells like old man balls. Oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, I, I was like, how are these guys going to take that? And they were just like, That's, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. That is accurate information. They're giving a shit. That's why they smell like that. And if the mm-hmm. listeners don't know Chicks Diggit, they are the absolute sweetest guys. KJ is like one of them. Nice so it, would, it would have really taken a, a real serious pong being like a nice <laughs> Canadian, particularly nice Canadian, to mention it at all. So, woo! That <laughs> yeah. must have been real bad. <laughs> nice. But, I, but I, think, I think the vibe on the Hanson Brothers tours is a lot lighter. Because even yeah. like how, you know, how I would Tom assume played, it would be. How Tom plays with the Hanson Brothers too. It's like his head yeah, like like being being in the fun zone the whole time, and now in in retrospect, you're right. I've never actually thought about that, but it's very true. It is it is way lighter. I, I and, bet. And, yeah, yeah. It meant a yeah, little yeah. bit more, a little more goofy. Off, like, and while well, the show's not happening, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Did sure. you guys yeah. play referees when you were done with your set? Where you did you get roped into that shit? Oh yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> Hell yeah, I think yeah. it was in, 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 in Hansi Hamburg. Never did, Hansi never did a ref. I was never the ref, but they, uh, Byron and Adam, I had to jet out from a tour early, which led to them seeing Byron play drums, right. and and which got Byron into the Hanson Brothers. So I had to leave, and these guys had to fill like five days as a duo, and they called themselves the linesmen, and they dressed as the refs. <laughs> and did these handful of shows and then were on stage as the refs for the Hanson Brothers after. And that's where Rob and John really saw Byron play and they were like, holy 
fucking shit. That guy can play drums and sing and do all those things. It's crazy. That's and then he got into <laughs> Dance Brothers. From, yeah. yeah, there you go, right? Yeah, but the linesman you guys recalled. Play drums, sing, but can you put a cabbage in a bag? <laughs> well, that was goddamn fucking cabbage in the bag that almost killed me a thousand times. Yeah, with the yeah. giant sparklers in it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> almost impaled. The drama to get this cabbage, and it was on the rider. So it was like you show up, and there needs to be sparklers, and there needs to oh, be a cabbage and a and a bag. And sometimes the bag wouldn't show up, so I'd use my gig bag. But literally, like I got lit on fire one time, I, like falling <laughs> off tables. It was ridiculous. But like the, being the linesman, we got worked over by the audience. I got my shoulder dislocated in uh, oh, shit. Hamburg, I think, like pulled right out of the socket. Oh, I like went, geez. I went to grab it, and it was like, oh, oh. Adam had to help me put my shirt on for like the yeah. rest of the, the audience. The audience would slowly get more angry with you, and as you were kind of playing the part to like yell at the audience too. As soon as you, tears like, were streaming down his face. Yeah, I think it oh, was yeah. Rink. It was Rink Rat in the set. Rink Rat, where John would jump in the crowd, and we had yeah. to chase him. And oh, that's God. when the audience. That's when the audience would get their hands on us, and then it was like yeah. pretty gnarly. It was like Jesus. Oh, these fuck. people have been waiting for this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once they were like chasing John through an audience of like you know like four hundred people, and John is just like plowing through people, and Adam's right on his tail, and it's like. We're not pretending. We are going fast. And John <laughs> trips and, like, wipes out. And I see him wipe out. And I see Adam wipe out over top of him. And then I'm falling down over top of him. <laughs> total disaster. Oh, no. It's, like, not part of the show, part of the show. Oh, damn. <laughs> Happy yeah, accident. Really funny. Happy Shit. accident. And hilarious oh, accident. <laughs> yeah. funny. Mm. I suppose you could blame it on the accident. <clears throat> Oh, oh. Uh, oh. Yo, Byron, a, we saw you played. Joke. We saw me and Matthew went to the New Year's Eve show. It's the last time. Actually, oh, I said, oh my God. And I had no idea you played drums. I'm like, what the fuck, Byron's like, the fucking drums, drums. That show was as close to the Hanson Brothers as you, as you, as you can ever get. You, you guys were superb. Oh, thanks. It's amazeball. I had I no idea that. you played the drums like that. And you got the hardest part, obviously, with playing the Ramon shit. Oh, my God. It was great. That was a great very night. Very impressive. Yeah. Oh, we, 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 can, we can talk about how many people were in that venue now because, unfortunately, the Buddha is no longer a venue. But I think that it has capacity for legally like 80. 80. It was, was 400 like, easily. More than there's, there's, yeah. 80 more than people. <laughs> yeah. There's like <laughs> damn near 500 people at that venue. Oh, yeah. shit. One toilet. I remember that the yeah. most because I was spent yeah. my whole time in line. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. signs all over it saying, don't shoot up in here, take a piss and get the fuck out. So yeah. Oh, moving. man. Oh, my keep, God. People got to keep it moving. Or just pee in the garbage can. Come on. Right. Oh, there you go. True enough. Christ. John style. Wow. Yeah. No, that was an awesome concert, man. Actually, yeah, I got the wife? I got the poster hanging up in my living room. Oh, you do. Same name every nice. day. Yeah. Oh, my name on my poster. Yeah. You I, want me to go I, get I, it? I have one from the Biltmore show. No, I got did, the like, one from the years. from the Buddha show. I never I never saw this. Oh my no, god! I should send yeah. it to you seriously. Oh, send me a picture. Would you like that poster? I'll send it to you. No, sure. no, no. Yeah, no. You keep that poster. No, I've got, yeah, I've, she'll... Got, I've got stuff. You keep it. Okay. All yeah, right. I appreciate, I appreciate but that. But I do thing. have it. I took it off the wall. But if you don't have it, fuck, you You were laying it down that night. Indeed. Michelle's like one of those Near Eastern families that you walk in and say, oh, I really like your rug. And next thing you know, she's rolled it up and shipped it to you. You got to be real careful. Cause Would you also like this third-born child? Take, exactly. She will take this shirt. She has literally taken the shirt off her back and, and, and mailed it to me. I have it there. Yes. I, well, no, I, can, I can't fit into that anymore. No, shit. I know, but yeah. That was a small girly shirt. I think that microphone looks pretty nice, though. Yeah. Oh my God! This microphone and me. This microphone and me have a uh, complicated a, a, relationship. A <laughs> I, I am way too loud on this podcast. I don't. I want to put some pantyhose over it or whatever the fuck. Yeah, we'll get you an audio interface. <laughs> we'll we'll get you an audio interface with some gain on it. We'll get it. We'll get it taken care of. I, fi- I figured it out in the edit. So, so. The, uh, uh, no means no related and something else we ask people because you know we're working our way towards the stupid fucking task of the best no means no song of all time of which there is no such thing clearly 
But for each of you, what do you have a song or album? I know it's impossible to pick and it probably moves all the time like it does for us. But do you have a song you return to a lot? A song you guys consider your favorites? Hmm. Yeah. So many. It's really it's really tough because like I it would be easy for me to pick a favorite song off each album. Right. And and you know like the when when a band spans decades, it's like yeah. you know you go you go mama to Ausfart, you're like, "Well, what the fuck? That's you yeah. guys have a task ahead of you. That's hard, man." That's Real hard. Really really hard. <laughs> so, um yeah, that's that's really the I listening to your podcast has actually made me go back and actually listen to certain albums differently. Mm. which is really cool because like, well, because no means no, not being on streaming services, their music, like, you know, it's like at our fast paced lives and doing things. And like, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm not breaking out the iPod or my CDs or my albums all the time. Um, the, the pace at what I listen to is different. Yeah. So it's if like, it's not accessible, it's not, you're not going to access it. Yeah, exactly. So it, it kind of pisses me off that it, it's not, somebody hasn't gone. Here's the, the new platform for no means no, but, um, your guys's podcast has really made me go. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen because I know the song you're talking about, like so specifically, and the album that I re-listen to it with kind of new ears. It's really cool. I really enjoy that, and I could easily pick a favorite song off an album, but to pick a favorite song is impossible. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's it's so an impossible hard. task. Yeah, totally. It is. Hmm. Yeah, I wrote down that. a few that stick out for me. That, yeah, let's hear it. Like Dark Ages, um, Oh No, Bruno, Two Lips. Mm. Like, oh, nice. Are, and I love like Victory. Um, mm. yeah. But like live, and then you go live, and you're like, fucking humans live is so <laughs> rad. Yeah. And obviously, Big Dick is so fun live. Oh, my so. God. Others are maybe better as a listening experience, and then when you're standing right in front of them, so it kind of moves like slugs are burning out of like newer stuff or yeah. whatever. I love right. that one live. So I, I'm I, like you guys. I go around. I don't know if I could pinpoint it, but there's so many standouts. It's yeah, it's such an amazing catalog. It's so fun to. And I'm like Adam. I'm kind of listening to some of your episodes and getting like I have to pull out my CDs too. Like I only have a few records. I listen to records at home and then streaming out on the road or whatever. And so I got to pull my CDs out for no means no and make a habit of putting them on so I can hear it. But yeah, there's so many, so many songs. Well, I mean, Fire. any day, right. We're all waiting for this alternative tentacles re-release. We're hoping any day yeah. it's going to hit Spotify. Yeah. So yeah. should, should yeah. bring in a new generation. Cause I think you're right. It's fucking hard to get people into it. Cause it's only on YouTube. You can find this shit really in a meaningful yeah. way. Anyway, I was, Byron, what about you? Rob, I was complaining to Rob about them not being on those platforms. And he was like, well, you put it up there then. <laughs> yeah, it's just he can't be bothered, man. Yeah. I think it was like you know, hey, you put it up there. Send me a check. Like, yep. see what happens. And I'm like, are you gonna sue me? What's gonna happen here? But uh, the, this is not enough uh, of a check. Yeah, this is not enough of a check. Uh, I can't even get a tea time with us. Uh, for me, it's like I don't know. I've got a gun. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh, graveyard, gra graveyard Shift is, is amazing. I like it more live because I like what it developed into. Uh, there's so many. Life in Hell, fucking just. Oh, please bang. So good. Me. Oh, uh, my fucking God. Yeah, that, that <laughs> song. Right there. Uh, yeah, a fan. Great, great, great song. Uh, oh, my God. Just like doing things that nobody else is has the imagination or the capabilities to like even just go there, which is mm -hmm. brings me to dance with the headless bourgeoisie. I got a bone to pick with you crew. And that has to do with <laughs> the stinky little pinky. Oh, <laughs> now that See, lyric is so. very significant to me in that song because it brings forward what that song is actually about. And it's did about, you, did you put your pinky in your ass? Well, that's, I started there, but that's Are not you the reason that. why they said that. I wouldn't have passed you, buddy. <laughs> well, I got... Okay, well, hold on. While I'm saying this... Let me do it. No, please don't. Oh, no. I okay. no. Oh, so, listeners. Listeners, please count your blessings <laughs> that you're not on Zoom with us. <laughs> the, the whole... To me, the idea that you would have the audacity to say something like that in a song. First off, it's like if you're going to tell that guy that he can't say that, dare you approach him when he's absolutely unhinged and screaming blow up your head 
he sounds so scary. It's like, to me, it is so character involved that it has this, it, it does this transcendence where it doesn't matter what's being said. That person who is uh, unwell enough to be actually exercising this on another person doesn't give a, a rat's ass about whether what they're saying is eloquent or not. And I really like that that's where that ended up in that song. And it's about his daughter, that part of the song. So it's so defiling. It's terrible. Yes. And it's also mm-hmm. like, you know, really, yeah, it's it silly. the softer side of the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, made a little middle Dr. Seuss rhyme there. Hey. No, I think you're, I think you're spot on, Byron. I, I think you're spot on. And I mean, that's something they've done in other songs, maybe not quite as well. Like I, there's a bit of that maybe in Mondo Nihilismo, but I think it sort of reaches a sure. pinnacle in that, in that. In, totally. in dance, and, and it's yeah. a bit more artful in that song. And Rob's delivery of that line in particular oh, is f- fucking, in, it's, it's from another frenzied. planet. Yeah. It's frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. An, an issue with that part is that it's the silliness of the line. That it's like, it's yeah. so dark, it's so heavy. The song is so involved in like uh, a disturbing thing. But that, that line at first listen is like, Ah, that's too light. That's that's too like silly. It's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's also like funny in in kind of like a not funny way. So it's like that's where I think it's divisive. (laughs) Where it's like when you when you hear it, you're like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that line. (laughs) I I think I do. These Adam and I often have conversations about what it is that I'm going to be singing in songs and why. Mm And a lot of times if, if there's a line where Adam's like, that is stupid, he will tell me. And I'll do my best to change it. We might have an argument about it, but I got to be able to back it up. So that's how I would back up that line 100%. It's like, you couldn't deface, I mean, this is his child that, that, that is being spoken of, uh, that this guy is talking about. And so it's, yeah. but moving on, ashes to ashes. I love their stuff off. I was sorry, there's all the way back. It, oh, but you, but, you just but, said but, ashes to ashes? Ashes to Ashes, I love that song. I was gonna bring, I was just gonna bring that up, being like that is a to me, it's like Ausfart is like sometimes get like you know, there's so many monsters on there, and Ashes to Ashes is a song I always go back to. The uh-huh. fluidness, the power, the lyrics. Where Rob to me reaches a pinnacle on that song of being like, uh, like running the stage, as like like you know, it's his theater that you're stepping into, and it's so late in their career that it's like it's you know, it has this whole different animal to it. But that's funny mm-hmm. that you said that, Byron, because that's a song to me that is like, it hits me every time where I'm like, this is fucking power, man. Yeah, total power, raw power. And then, of course, yeah. real love. Yes. That's is a, is uh, a Jordan's, one of Jordan's jewels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love, love that, that song. song. <clears throat> yeah. Love that song. You've, yeah. you've yeah. covered some of their songs in your sets, haven't you? Didn't you play, uh, the fuck did I see you play? We... Haven't you played? You, you mm. didn't do, or did... No. No, we played with John. We, we, Brian and we, I did with John. No, no and I mean, like when I guys saw when I saw you Hans, guys. Hans we did um, we, we, we graveyard shift. shift. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And we we did a Hanson Brothers tune years back, but not not anything more than that. And then John played with Byron and Adam and played and uh, Ford. Uh, kind of Ford. a fun Vic, uh, Victoria show. And Ford, that's right. And Ford. Yeah. Uh, kind, and, and did um a whole whack of tunes really spanning all through the all bands kind of Hanson's uh, even if some invasives and no means no and you guys wow. did some covers yeah it was quite yeah the, the, the whole thing's on youtube uh it's if you look up scott henderson's 60th birthday party and it's the oh, non-invasive oh, that must and it's a fun. it's a Holy stage shit. it's a there's a camera and a and it's a, like a board recording and john and adam and i play a bunch of Hans was set to play the gig, but then I can't remember the date got changed or something happened and he couldn't make it. And we were like, John, you want to, like, you're going to be there. And he was like, yeah, okay. So we like rehearsed like once or twice, maybe. (laughs) And we did a bunch of invasive songs and then a bunch of like Ramones, No Means No. And uh, it was wonderful. I think. Handsome brothers. Ford Pierre joined us on stage for a considerable amount wow. of time. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's really fun. So go check. Put a link to that in there, too. Yeah, yeah no yeah, shit. I've never seen that. I Will see do. That yeah, no totally. shit. Yeah. 
No shit. Total. Nice. Well, yeah. Byron, you sort of started it out. Um, if you guys had any uh, bones to pick with us, I'd love to hear about it. That was one. The other one was, uh, it, it, it's funny. <laughs> stinky pinky bone. Okay. So that, that was, that was one that's been sticking, sticking in my ass. I guess I could say. Well, the, the, uh, <laughs> there was the Adam and I actually discussed because this is what I love is to open up this conversation and it was mansion in the sky versus Slade. Yeah. What Slade says. And Adam and I are both more partial. Uh, uh, let me speak for you. Sure, Adam. <laughs> Go ahead. But Go the, ahead. The, we had the, the conversation. The, the way that we kind of ended up looking at it, because I was like, Mansion in the Sky is like a monument of music. And to me, that song, the fucking drum. The drums the, the way, are the way, the, Jesus. It's bananas. It's bananas. <laughs> and just how it goes through, where that song goes musically. And Bill Johnson is playing the slide guitar on the end there from removal. Really great. Mm. That, oh, yeah. And uh, the, that song to me, I, I couldn't, I had to go with that instead of Slade. Slade is way more the classic and says something entirely else. But it was that, I had to go with the music on that one because for, for me, that's the one that I'm like, I can't, I can imagine playing what Slade says, but I can't imagine wrapping my head around what you're going to do if you're going to, hey, let's cover Mansion in the Sky. Let's just no. like the, throw that one together. You guys could do it. it. You well, guys are so fucking tight. Come on. I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's like I said on that episode, like I actually can't really even follow what John's doing. It's so from another planet and it washes over me, but I can't, my consciousness isn't fast enough to really understand what's happening. Yeah. I've seen John. I've met song. John. I've drunk a beer with John. I'm pretty sure John actually only has four limbs. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes that song makes it just, just doesn't really trick. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where that song comes out of the whole bridge section, you know, in the pure land and it just goes, and the drums like and just the two brothers for that second before the guitar comes back in it's like okay like what yeah what, why wow. do i even try yeah. it's, it's did, so great did you guys see him play that live i like i don't think i ever oh, got, yeah. I, I mean i've oh no they okay. played it all the time i played that all the time i, I didn't I, I see Adam i'm trying to remember that. no i don't remember seeing that live no you guys know. said it happened which means that it did yeah oh it totally happened yeah 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 well, I mean, yeah. that's something that's so interesting to oh, me lips. for your guys' perspective and what, you know, the songs you love and stuff like that is you, more than most, you have <laughs> seen them yeah, yeah. play. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> you guys have seen bless. them play live so much. You guys have gotten to sit there and bask in all of these, so well, not all, but so many of these songs night after night. And they're one of those bands I could imagine where that, that probably never got old to just get to see yeah. them play that music over and over again. I, I can't yeah. fucking imagine. But you know, it's interesting. It's like, it's like there they are, the players that they are, and we get to see them, but it's their last, it's the last 10 years, basically, that they were touring hard and playing that we right. get to see them so much in. And so for even me to turn on uh, a, a, a YouTube video from 94 is just as exciting for me right. as it is somebody like sure like seeing seeing tom like freshly coming in like you know like and or or going back a couple of years and it's like 89 in in a in a, in germany with with andy it's just like it's it's so exciting for for us to watch that stuff too sure knowing like befriending and knowing these guys in the time that we did it's like it's the history is is as uh like mythical to us a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. They're just wow. so cool. nice. They're so nice. And it's just like the icing on the no means no cake of how cool they are and, and approachable and, and kind and humble. Wonderful people. I would think. Yeah. Oh, you, sure. wouldn't, you wouldn't think it by the music that those guys make. You wouldn't think it. <laughs> because I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it's, but it's, I have I'm, met them and it's, it's, it's wonderful. But and it's strange because even though you wouldn't think that from the music, there is something in the music which attracts that kind of person. Almost everyone I know that's into No Means No has been a really good human being, more so than almost any other fan bases. And that's something that brought us together due to the podcast and something we've clearly talked about on the pod. But how strange is it that such a ostensibly dark band 
actually attracts people of really good character and really kind people. Um, it's a weird sort of, I don't, it's not an oxymoron, but it's a weird, it's a weird paradox, if nothing else. For sure. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Invasive's um, kind of, to me, seems to garner a similar sort of fan in some ways. Right. A little bit more thinking fan. So I, I wonder whether, you know, having, you know, operated your band kind of in parallel and also being a fan of No Means No and being friends with No Means No, whether there's anything you think that might have uh, kind of unified the community of people that you talk to or who are passionate about the band, um, you know, other than love of the band, uh, things that fans have in common between your fan bases or I don't know. I, I feel that when I, when I go to those shows, like uh, nobody's probably going to challenge me to a fight or whatever. Just like yeah. I can talk to anybody or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fights weren't something that happened often at those shows. Hmm. And no. it, it is that thing. I think that it attracts, uh, I think it, it, but at least for, I can only speak for myself. It attracts like the disenfranchised. And it gives you something in a bigger picture that you can, you're, it's like, what is it speaking to? And it's speaking to like the human condition and the, like, you know, all these pieces that are outside the scope of what a usual punk rock song is about. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I fucking love, uh, you know, uh, fear, but it's like, the you band. know, what, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fear the band. Yeah. No, I just like being scared. <laughs> I love people. Uh, <laughs> I like but, to be scared. Uh, yeah. But it's that thing where they kind of give that piece, and it's like the timelessness of it. And you can nerd out on it because there's there's a lot there that is left to mystery because you can't just sit down and play the four chord song. So. Well, I think, like, like with what you're saying, too, it's like, it's they're a band that's like, yeah, there's a music nerd aspect to it. But it's also like in order to keep coming back to the songs, they they add so many layers into their like, you know, lyrically and musically that you have to have a certain kind of emotional intelligence to be like, I really want to keep listening to this. Like this really resonates with me. I want this. Not that it's like more emotionally intelligent. It's a certain kind of emotional intelligence. Right. So that's where I think like it attracts a certain kind of person to be like, to be able to understand that and be like, I feel this. And so when they, you know, you're in a room full of no means no fans, like it really, it takes a, a certain kind of person to really be there for a reason. Right. want to be there. Yeah. yeah. Which is really, really unique for a band, especially in like a rock or punk aspect. It's like, fuck, who does that? It's, it's really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we we all know a big secret. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah interesting. I mean, yeah. you, you guys know me. So it's played with all different kinds of bands, but uh, invest invasives kind of become, you know, a little bit more tightly associated with no means no along with, um, I don't know. The pack AD is a little bit like that. Removals like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting well, the victim f- family phenomenon. Is, is like yeah, the, yeah. the 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 band that I always think of, who I right love. Uh, I think are incredible. Uh, there was something else I was going to say, but that's how my brain works. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I interrupted you too. Sorry, I just was going to what you're saying. It was something Brothers. that you were saying. Oh no, I remember what it was. It was uh, the stuff that Andy is adding on the show. I've never met Andy. Uh, I've always like thought that his contribution to the band was fucking amazing, uh, and to have him add this stuff on your guys' shows is a little. Coaches, corrections, or whatever it's called. Coaches, corrections. Yeah. Curse corrections? Andy's corrections. Corrections. But that's amazing. And so. Oh, it's completely organic. And it's simply because he's like a very generous and and gracious fellow and happens to be listening to our podcast for some reason. (laughs) Well, hi, Andy. Hope to meet you someday. Okay, so your last release, uh, just another Under the Sun, uh, 2016, 17, um, those years melt together for me. 18, okay. So, um, Byron, you told me that you guys have a a new one coming up. Do you want to talk a little bit about the plug? Yeah, we got one in the can. The album is called Abstract World. Uh, If anybody's, uh, see where you can find where that comes from. But it's... uh, something that we're currently working on and the three of us 
were discussing the mixes last night. So uh, we're happy with it. Uh, it is a yet, an, I mean, how many bands are going to have a COVID album? I don't know, but <laughs> you can lump, lump us in there with that. Uh, yeah, it's sort of a continuation of what it is that we've been doing and trying to always be progressive, not in the world of music, but just in what us three guys do and trying to right. challenge ourselves and have fun. Uh, and it's definitely been as enjoyable as it always is to be hanging out with these two guys and making music and nice having some laughs. We've been recording in the noise floor in, uh, in, in Gab on Gabriola Island. And since uh, this is a shout out to Jordan, thank you so much. And Terry, you guys are wonderful. Uh, the first day that we got there, the power went out for the whole island. And this is like months oh. back when. So we, we were goes. setting up at 11 in the morning. Power goes out. Guys, you can't record. And we're like, well, what are we going to do? Well, I guess we'll drink all of this alcohol that we brought to Lance <laughs> the weekend. So that when we oh, wake no. up after like two hours sleep, that then we have to track twice as much that day that's exactly <laughs> what we did and uh nice. but i was very I happy it sounds great though <laughs> you, you, you can't hear it on the record but oh boy we're we ever uh, trying everything to write ourselves that morning <laughs> cold yeah. compress on the head oh good, no good, good I, I think adam's cold compress was like a handful of mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do shit. it that'll do you <laughs> Yeah. So you know, I heard if you stick living. your pinky up your ass, it'll help you. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good little wakey up. That's a pitter patter. Nice. Do you? So I know, and and clearly, all your stuff's on Spotify. People can stream it. But do you get? Do you have a preferred place where people can actually pick up your albums? Because I, you know, probably get dick all from Spotify. I know artists don't get much from that. So where's the best place? Where's the best place for people to get stuff? If you just go to our website, invasives.ca, and you can kind of link through there to our nice. store and and everything's there that we have. And a lot of things are out of print or not uh, currently available in a physical format. But uh, what we have is all up there. And uh, yeah, please check it out. Totally. Do it. Well, and listeners, if you don't, I'm sure most of you, almost all of you probably fucking know Invasives. But if you don't, fucking check it out. I So... I, Matthew and, and Michelle have been longtime fans. I'm a new fan. Like I didn't, I was not exposed to invasives. I don't, I did not know you guys very well. And it's, the music is fucking incredible. And my 16 year old, who is a probably about three or four years deep, no means no fan and considers them his favorite band of all time is also a huge fan of you guys. So you have an up and coming oh, nice. uh, yeah, fan base as well. So anyone out there who has not, uh, grok them yet absolutely need to fucking check these out uh, really amazing fucking stuff Light as yeah hell. yes thank for you. sure thank you for sure oh my guys. god <laughs> really, really appreciate that you would want to have us on and have a chat here we're a fan of the absolutely podcast. so our pleasure our pleasure this is fucking great yeah fucking amazing great. thanks so much for making the time to come on and uh, yeah you guys are getting busier despite all the, the COVID isolation and everything like that. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate you on this balmy Vancouver night. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. As Adam said, thank you guys. Keep doing the big work. Yeah. We'll keep trying. <laughs> we'll keep trying until they won't let us do it anymore. Until they shut us down. <laughs> somehow. We'll At keep this listening. pace. It's going to, yeah, good. At this pace, it's going to take about three years before we get through it. So we'll have Something to see. Else. <laughs> Something like that. I told you we can see. end it already because the best no. came through. Yeah, fuck that. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, yeah. That episode hasn't come out yet, Michelle. You can't. Uh, you oh, can't. You shit. can't say that. Spoilers. 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 Yeah, yeah. And she's wrong anyway. So anyway, everyone, thank you for joining us. I, I really hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode. I don't know when we'll have another one. It'd be hard to top this one anyway. But uh, in the meantime, we'll have another one coming out next week. And. Uh, yeah, just remember, you got to rise up an octave. <laughs>